Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And it is February 7th, 2023. You know, that brings up a point. That means next week is Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Next Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Or as they say in New York, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yes. yes. Are we doing a show? You take, you, 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 as opposed to what? I, I don't know. As opposed to giving out cards to my fifth grade girlfriends yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know does that yeah uh all those little smarty treats little hearts whatever it is you do little, yeah. little, little i like you uh, yeah the little hearts just have little and they tasted steak. like chalk it was like it was like eating but those things are delicious i've always liked those little hearts what are they called there's a name for them sweetheart tarts, tarts sweethearts tarts, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we had a Super Bowl this weekend. That's the exciting thing. I, uh, my friends invited me up. I said, Andrew, you know, instead of going over here, why don't we go to my house? They have a beautiful home. They're like, we have a big backyard. We got this. We got the outdoor kitchen. You come over. You bring the food. A few of us will get together. We'll bring the drinks. It'll be great. I'm like, okay, sounds great. I guess word spread that Andrew's cooking. So, Oh, yeah. You would probably draw a crowd. 40 people. Oh, that's going to be a nice party. Oh, I was going to, I was going to. Do, you brought it on yourself, I, big talker. I did, didn't I? <laughs> we got. Uh, I made so I made a batch of vegetarian chili just because. Don't ask me why. And then there was so much pushback. I had to make a whole nother batch of meat chili. Yeah, of course. So I got I got about a gallon and a half of meat chili. I got the other chili. I got pulled pork. I made already. I got to get hamburgers, hot dogs. I made I made my uh, very tasty sea salt molasses chip cookies. Those are good. You like molasses cookies? Yeah, I do. So that's good. And uh, now I'm going to, we have like. Send one to me. Oh, okay. I'll do that. And then we have, uh, um, I had I had to start assigning people. I'm like, I can't do all this. So we're making meat. I made meatballs. Oh, if you're just going to do chili and dog. No, no, no. I, I made meatballs. We're doing meatball parm hoagies. I was going to no, do. No one, nobody wants all this other stuff. No, they just want the hamburgers, hot dogs, and chili. Yeah, hot dogs. I think it, you know if you got a big grill, you can cook up a million hot dogs. That'd be dynamite. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of grills. Two sets. All right. So Kansas City and Eagles are playing. What do you think? Spreads about a uh, little bit towards uh, the Eagles right now. About a couple points that benefit. Was the other way? I thought it was a one one and a half points toward the uh, Chiefs. I think they get it. They're getting one and a half points. Let's see. Uh, super. Maybe it's, maybe it changed. Maybe something happened. Well, the Eagles should get the advantage. They have the uh, better record. They have the well, who's uh, favorite in the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs up opened early. Yeah, they are sitting up ten dollars to win six. Yeah, it's kind of a pick 'em. Plus fifty fifty. Minus one five. Yeah, Philadelphia is negative one five. Meaning they have to give the points away, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that's a tight game. That's close. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, what else do we have? Markets feeling very amateurish these days. Kind of a crypto pattern of intraday rush and bust. Saw that again today. Same exact thing today. It's like markets yeah, open up. Pretty strange. Yeah, the markets open up, and everybody's this Pavlovian response to the ding, 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 and everybody's like, oh, "I gotta buy." Put the buy orders in on the open, which is very amateurish. That's number one. Number two, Powell starts speaking, and he's like, "Yeah, 
I don't know if we conquered inflation. I think we're going to have to be going a lot longer for, you know, raising rates and the unemployment and the market's like, whoa, we love this. I'm thinking, what? what's happening? And he keeps talking and keeps talking about how, you know, they, they may have to raise rates a bit higher. This unemployment situation caught them off guard and blah, 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 right? You know, this unemployment, we didn't talk about the unemployment, did we? We're going to talk about that. Um, and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh. Wait a second. Did he just say that uh, this is a problem? Markets turn and go negative. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, mm, I guess not. It's The market's down. That's what we do. When markets go down, we buy. And then went straight back up and flew up 250 points on the uh, Dow, a couple of percent on the NASDAQ. Just absolutely insanity. I don't know. The, the problem I'm having right now is I, I don't mind because we we're making money for clients. It's great. What I don't understand, though, is what the hell are people thinking by driving it up this much? Is it just maybe simply, oh, I remember when the markets were down in COVID and it was a really good time to buy. So every time things are down, we should buy. And the markets were down last year, so therefore we should buy the NASDAQ this year. I mean, is that is it maybe that's simple and stupid? Uh, it's baffling, and especially when Bank of America came out and said they're going to we're going to have a, rece- a recession for sure. Yeah, I mean, what what Powell said today, in my opinion. So we'll talk about this. There's new words. There's new words, and but you can see what's going on. You know, we're in that kind of church of what's hot now framework. You know, what it's like Kramer. You know, if it's if it's going up, he's like, hey, buy it. If it's going down, he says, sell it. And that's yeah. what's going on. That's what's going yeah, it's on right just now. All momentum. I mean, if you're just yeah. going to do momentum plays, that's not an analysis, right? And, and it, we're we're back to the you know certain things moving. The meme stocks yesterday, Bed Bath and Beyond was up over 150 percent at one point, and this is a company that everybody knows is going bankrupt. It's not like, hmm, I wonder how they're doing. You know, they they're closing stores. They know it. And meanwhile, that day, they finally, finally, you know, if you're playing volleyball and you go up high and you slam that ball over the net and you do it multiple times, the other team may say, oh, I see what he's doing. And one time that other guy's going to come up on the other side of the net and stuff you, but good, right? Yep. That's exactly. Right in the face, if you like it. Right, right in the face. Right in the kisser. That's exactly what happened today. The Bed Bath Beyond meme traders are driving it up, driving it up, driving it up. And on the other side is the management of Bed Bath Beyond saying, we're going to issue some convertibles and some other securities and dilute in the amount of a billion dollars. Wham. Stock's down 50% today. Yeah, 48.6. Nice stuff. That would, you know, be as a good short. It would have been a good short for our game, but. With that kind of fluctuation, there was no way you can. No way. It was a one day wonder. Work. But, you know, all these people one think. One day wonder. Yeah. Everybody think, you know, it's just like that aha song. You know, the, 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 the problem is that we have a very, it seems to me that people don't care about their money like they used to. I'm, I'm not kidding either. I get clients that say to me, I recently had two clients, they, they write me, hey, I'm going to throw some money in the account. I'm like, first of all, we don't throw money. Let's just get that straight. Or the other guy, yeah, I'm going to toss you a couple hundred thousand. I'm like, what? Tossing me? Why are you tossing it to me? What does that mean? That's funny. I, toss you. Yeah, I'm going to throw it in there. You know, we'll just, you know, I don't understand why. I, I think there's a a general. It's cavalier. It's very cavalier. I think people think it's cool. Hey, let me let me toss in a couple hundred thousand. It's like, 
man, if he could toss it a couple hundred thousand, what's he worth? Or, you know, whatever's going on with that conversation, you know? And, and, and uh, so the other things that are happening right now is we, we're getting people all in a frenzy. I think it's like catnip for traders. We got the latest announcement from Google and Baidu and Microsoft on, you guessed it, AI. Uh, yeah. this AI is like, integration. This what this took over from uh, blockchain. There's a hundred different things we could say, but yeah. Or or remember cannabis. You mentioned cannabis. Cannabis, another one. You say that, you say blockchain, that stock goes up. You say cannabis. Used to be years and years ago, you could say do the same thing with client server. Cloud's another oh, one. Oh, cloud. Cloud was big. Everybody was going, you know, oh, they have a cloud strategy. Great. What's the cloud? But great, you know, well, back then. Yeah. And this is what's happening. We have this amateurish trader that's suckered in and tossing their money into the account like tossing wood into a bonfire. Yeah, they'll be the first ones to whine at you, too, after the, you oh, know, yeah. we actually have a downturn. Yeah. Sue those bastards. Uh, so that's what's going on. We have this new thing with words also. We have uh, the meme stocks moving again. They all moved yesterday. And then it's funny, on that – on on that noise from Bed Bath and Beyond, when it was down fifty percent, all the other quote unquote meme stocks got also hit. The cost, the uh, Build a Bear, <laughs> um, the the uh, I can't believe there's still AMC. in business. I, it's unbelievable. There's a sushi terrorist on the loose. By the way, I just want to let you know we're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, Hustle Brothers, you know that's a big, or well, the Hustle Bros are out there and they're latching on and sucking wallets on a couple of things. And we have a new list of the, a list of the old words that the feds use to create this image of something, right. Of, of this, you know, they talk about soft landings and hard landings and we have a list of, and the newest one that's exciting traders. Why today when Powell mentioned it again is when all of a sudden markets turned around and got all in a flurry. All that and much more here tonight. Isn't that exciting? Sounds good. It sounds good. All right, Mark, get update. Blowout jobs report. Did you see what was going on there? We got a 500, over 500,000 print. I was listening to all the people on CNBC. I was I was driving around for some reason. I'm not sure what I was doing, but I was driving around listening to CNBC. It was nine, uh, 8.30 in the morning. I guess on the way to the office. And uh, the announcement was about to come. And they're talking about their predictions. One guy says, you know, I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to go 250, 275. That's on the outside, on the upper side. 100, oh, this and that, and this, and it could be this. And 500, I think 517,000 new jobs added to the jobs board. Markets had no idea what to do. Unemployment down to 3.4%. The lowest unemployment since 1969. And yes, well, these are these are dubious numbers. Um, you think I say that because I was went to go to the post office today to the post office box in El Cerrito, California, and I've never seen so many homeless people in El Cerrito before. But what? What? How could you even possibly get even with seasonal adjustments and some kind of? 
you know, th- these these crazy numbers that they put out for seasons and uh, and these annual and decennial, what is it, uh, 10 years, decennial uh, adjustments. How can you still come up with 500,000? And how do you get it labor, uh, uh, the, the participation rate going up, which is good? And how do you have all this stuff happening? It, it seems almost unbelievable when at the same time, you have anecdotal evidence of homeless people in El Cerrito. You have all the things that are happening with company after company talking about layoffs. Like something's weird. They broke the system, it seems to me. Well, they broke something. So Marcus got all freaky-deaky. They didn't know what to do, right? Like, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, that's good, right? Wait, that's really bad, isn't it? But it could be good because that's actually a lot of people back to work. But wait, it's really bad because maybe some adjustment that we're not understanding and it's really bad for inflation. And the market went back and forth, ended up going down on Friday after all that was going on. But really, uh, I I don't understand. It's one thing if something's broken and we get a number like, you know, expectations and all numbers that you're looking at are for, I don't know, just pick a number, 200,000. And it comes in at 310. But 517? I know. I know. Yeah. I can see that you were very taken aback by five. I thought the 500,000 number was a bit much. Wow. It's just like your head shakers. Like, where are all these jobs coming from? You have bet places like Bed Bath and Beyond that shuttered. You know, and it's still, by the way, the lights are still on over there. They're still place, on. <laughs> which is in El Cerrito, coincidentally. Right. right. Lights are still on, uh, costing who knows what. Uh, you go to Target, which I try to do every so often, and it's just like dead. Uh, I don't know. Weird. We have another. We have a big, a giant, a humongous fraud uncovered, or potential fraud uncovered in India, and boy, is it causing problems in India right now as we speak. Hopefully, you're taping it, or maybe you're not. You must be because there's going to be a lot of gaffes in the State of the Union speech that's going on right now. Did you put your recording? I am, TV. You Actually, are. I am recording it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just looking forward to the outtakes. <laughs> well, you know, they really juice him up before these, the last State of the Union. He get, gets through it pretty easily. What, do they give him like giant B12 shots? No, I think it's, I think it's mostly amphetamines. and Really? Well, or something, who knows what it is, but the people have discussed this or claim to have seen him go from being just kind of a dud and then they jack him up with a couple of shots and he's ready to rock and he can talk for hours. Wow. That's pretty wild. Um, let's see what else. I took a golf fitting this week. Just want to let you know that. Pretty interesting technology. A golf. I went, I, I've been playing with this driver for years. Now, I haven't been playing very much because my play has been awful. Just awful. Yeah. And I was in a tournament not too long ago, you know, like a charity tournament. And I'm playing. I'm like, listen, guys, I can hit my irons. I don't know what's going on with the woods. I can't. I can't. When I say can't hit it, it's not like one of these guys saying, you know, I'm only hitting a 270 now. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I can't, like, get it off the tee box. It's like left. It's like dribbling. Keep your hand the ball. It's, it's, it's not that either. I'm just it's hitting wrong. So finally on the seventh hole of this golf tournament i'm convention complaining the guys like listen you gotta you gotta conquer that club man i'm like okay i hit the club the club head snaps off and goes like 20 yards in the, <laughs> head snapped of the off snapped off was you banging it in the dirt i don't know i hit the ball and snapped off and i gotta tell you something never so happy in my whole life i'm like thank well, you god got rid of the jinxed club exactly so yeah. i went for a golf fitting Pretty impressive. You got the, all this 
computer stuff watching you and cameras and all this stuff in a you're you know you got it like a, a fake giant screen fairway that you're smashing into so i'm hitting i get there with this new club i'm like let me try this club can't hit the club he goes look after like 10 minutes he goes look do me a favor take your right shoulder down right left shoulder up right shoulder down right now hit the ball like a miracle a miracle well, that's what coaches are for. Miracle. So I bought the club. I said, how much is the club? I tried like three or four clubs. No price, no prices, by the way, given to me before I'm trying these clubs. No, no, the club's probably too much, too expensive. I mean, I was like, okay, after I tried this and the head and we changed the head and we changed the shaft and we changed this, I tried this head, this, all these different ones, right? I'm like, this is the one I like. I'm hitting it well. I'll take it. How much is it? $600. I'm like, what? I said, I bought my first two entire sets for $600 total, right? So yeah. I, bought, I bought it. They'll be yeah, there. well, you probably snapped the head off yeah, it the, again. <laughs> the Callaway Paradigm X. It was Paradigm X. Yeah. Okay, so the S&P index rose at 1.6% last week. Communication services and technology sectors, again, leading the broad climb. Better than expected quarterly results from some companies. Uh, the market benchmark, uh, market benchmark mark end of the week, at 4,135. Again, defying gravity to what should be the potential for fundamentals considering all the things going on. So pretty unbelievable. Um, and and it, if you look at the the move back in March, April 2020, remember that when you know, everybody's like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, and then all of a sudden, whew, everything goes right up, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that there is... A there's a there's something about um, what's happening now that is, it feels the same. It's something about what's going on with this ravenous buying of especially these crap stocks or stocks that fell dramatically. Even Zoom today laid off some people, cut salaries up ten percent. DocuSigns nice. flying, uh, and, and by the way, that's some of the other keywords. Keywords are cutting staff, cutting capex expenditures, uh, and but but if you take John, if you take all this in totality, if you take that in totality, what um what does it say about the economy? You got layoffs, which is not reflected in the unemployment numbers. You have spending cuts. Doesn't that pretend for a concerning economic situation? Yeah, you got people without jobs, and so they can't, they're not going to be spending, so that's going to jack things up. And then the cuts, which means they're not spending, which is going to jack things up. Yeah, I know, but meanwhile, you got more. Yeah, that jobs number has got to mm. be something wrong with it. Yeah. All right, Fed speak. I want to talk about this. So let's go back. Alan Greenspan, one of the great linguists we'll call him is that right is that right the right way to say it do you think he explained it was he a linguist i don't know, I don't know how to, to 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 explain it well if you don't you're you're, bullshitter. you're that's what i would say <laughs> great bullshitters of all time the great bullshitters who spent the evenings reading the thesaurus i always said he was a, a walking thesaurus and um he he coined the phrase irrational exuberance so Interesting. Then we had transitory inflation, right? Everybody was kind of... That was a year ago. Everybody was like, okay, it's only transitory. We believe that, right? 
Suckers, by the way. Well, I didn't. Do you remember? Can I say something about this? All this stuff that nobody wants to believe, especially people that listen to, to us, and we talk about all the different things that are really wonky and stupid and no agenda how you – uh, on, on, by the way, Thursdays and Sundays, Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak, great show. You got to listen to it live or get it on your favorite podcast app, No Agenda. How you deconstruct the news and you kind of call out the BS, right? That's a big part of what we do, isn't it? I think so. I think that's the only reason people listen. At the end of the day, you have to play along with the BS to make it in life. And I'm serious about this. No, I'm not going to argue the point. <laughs> right? I mean, you're not going to argue because you I just— I know plenty of guys who, like, said—I said, why did you join that company? I guy walking away with a few million. I said, it's just bogus. He says, yeah, but you got to kind of play along. You just, you know, go with it. You'll you do better. Yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of other people. Exactly. So if you don't want to believe all the numbers from China and they look good and everybody else believes them and you're they're investing and making all sorts of money, what the hell? I mean, why not? So— um, we look at, it's, it's kind of like, it's like playing the pump and dump game though. You know, the rug can get pulled. It's going to get pulled out from under people that use that strategy. You can I, still do well by being conservative. I, I agree, but you don't have to go against the grain of everything is what I'm saying. A lot of people do that. You know, they're like, I'm not investing stocks cause it's rigged. And I always say, if it's rigged, why the hell aren't you investing with it? Yeah, you should be investing. <laughs> I mean, think about that for a second, right? Just find out how, what the, where the rig is set yeah. up and. Go with it. Yeah, I'm not going to go to that debt. I am not going to play that slot machine because it's rigged to win. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. So uh, then we had green shoots. I think that was a Bernanke thing during the financial crisis. I remember crisis. that one. Green shoots. Oh, and they used it over, over, over. Okay. Then we have quantitative easing, which was the replacement for money printing. Right. Then yep. we had Powell talking about not thinking about, not thinking about, thinking about raising rates. And that was something that went on also, right? Then we had average, average inflation targeting. We have balanced outlook. And now, if we have a drum roll or you have a kazoo, a bell, anything now, we, need a, we have a new one. It's a very important one. It's the one to watch because markets are going to move on this. Did I give you enough time to get some kind of sound effect? Uh, well, you want me to give something, sound anything. I got one for you. Yeah. Yeah. Did I hear Ready. it? What? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yep, there you go. Disinflation. Yeah. Disinflation. What does that even mean? Powell has used that dozens of times in his last few speeches, and the markets are just like... Lapping it up. Loving it. Loving it. Anyway, uh, that's the only sound effect I have. <laughs> flaws on this, on this thing. The other stuff is all bumpers. Um, so... That's what happened today. Markets were like, oh, whoop, he's going to raise rates. He's not considering anything but they have to stay strong. The jobs report through him, you know, probably going to have to keep rates higher, you know, but we're seeing a lot of disinflation. What? <laughs> Straight up. Explain what it means. I have no idea. So disinflation would mean the process, the opposite of inflation. Well, that would be deflation. Yeah, let's look it up. Disinflation. Disinflation. Let's look it up. Disinflation refers to a slowing of the rate of inflation, typically when it eases over short term. Proponents of dis there's a proponent. Proponents of disinflation argue that it's necessary to prevent the economy from overheating, while opponents say it could lead to a downturn 
or cause deflation. Okay, so this is, okay, disinflation, I get it now. Disinflation is a slowing of the inflation rate. Still inflation, but it's slowing of the inflation rate. I don't see any evidence of this. This is why markets, uh, this makes sense to me now. I think markets think disinflation is deflation. I think that's what the, they're hearing. For deflation, the markets aren't going to go up if there's actual, actual genuine deflation. Well, they would like a short amount of time of rolling back prices, I think. I think. Well, I don't see that happening. I, I didn't say it was. Inflation is just continues. It just adds on to the previous month. That's the thing that gets me. You know, you have 8% inflation the next month. Uh, it's 7% year, year to year. And uh, people go, oh, it's gone down. It's, no, it, no, it hasn't. It's so worse. this is, for example, a food item on December 21st, 2021 is $5. Some food, food widget was $5. The price increases by $1 every month. Suppose from July 2022, the price only increased by 50 cents. This is disinflation. There's still a price rise, but the rate has decreased. Uh, terrific. <laughs> so, again, somehow this phrase came into the common language used by the Fed. Somehow the markets are latching on to this as a really good thing. I don't, I don't get it. Well... Again, just go along with the program. Yeah, just play along. Just play along. All right, we have some earnings updates. The slowdown, we have some slowdown on year year growth. This is kind of fascinating, the fact that uh, stocks that we're talking about here uh, really was a problem. But Tesla uh, seemed to – nobody cares. As a matter of fact, Tesla dropped their prices, if you remember, and everybody freaked out about them dropping their prices when the new rules came into play about – how much the car can cost in order to get the new tax credit that's available. Yeah. And so they dropped their prices. They dropped their price, slashed their prices in China. Everybody's like, holy crap, this is terrible, margin squeeze and all that. And then they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This means they're going to sell more cars. And everybody got so excited. You know, it's a good thing that I'm recording this on a separate deal here because I'm not recording this at all over here. No. I never did this before. Somehow I'm going to have to get the recording off of this. No, this happens every once in a while to everybody. Hmm. Should I record from here on? You have to always have a backup, right? I got a backup. Uh, I never used the backup ever. No, maybe the backup won't work. It's recording. I wonder how I even get the backup off of the recording device. (laughs) That's another whole problem. Well, that'll keep you busy. Yeah, I'll keep busy. We're just going to keep on rolling with that whole uh, situation. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe an easy way to do it. it this is on the roadcaster. Be better, that's for sure. Yeah, it's on the roadcaster. Yet it can't be better because we're not oh, going to. That's a little, little extra little device that you can stick into the roadcaster. The roadcaster. I should be able to grab the audio. It has a little little card in that you you're talking. Yeah, there's about a card. There's a card in there, and that will have it. But I think if I can, that oh, thing fills up, your whole roadcaster is going to cr- crap out. You have to be careful. Yeah, I got 32 gigs on there, but I guess I'll just take it and run it over, and whatever the sound is, is the sound this time. Uh, we'll just do our best. Um, hopefully it's at least level. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the channels. That'd be kind of cool. Obviously. Anyway, um, so the slowest, uh, the slowest since 2020 on revenue growth for Tesla. But there again, everybody was very excited about this whole 
price cut, then when they raise price by $1,000, everybody got excited about that. So everybody's excited about anything that Tesla seems They're to do. They're just excited. They're excited. It's catnip. Uh, we see Amazon, third slowest in company history. Microsoft, slowest since 2017. This is on revenue, year over year. Since two, uh, Netflix, slowest in the company's history. Google, the third slowest in company history. Facebook, second slowest in company history. Apple, slowest since 2016. Does anybody care? Nobody cares. Drive up the stock prices. It's a good, it's a good, you could see it as a good thing. Okay. It can't Go get worse. How's, how's that? Can't get worse. <laughs> that, yes. You know, that's, that reminds me of a joke. There's a funeral and uh, the rabbi's up there and uh, he says, you know, would anybody like to say anything about poor Saul? Poor Saul. Anybody? Nobody wants to say anything. Does anybody have anything nice to say about poor Saul? Anybody? Somebody come up. Nobody comes up. He goads the audience. He goads the audience. Finally, this guy raises him. All right, I'll come up. I'll say something. Good. Finally, somebody's going to say something nice about Saul. Gets up there, looks around. He says, his brother was worse. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, there you go. So I guess it's, you know, how much worse can it get, I guess? On the other hand, on the other side of the spectrum, we saw BP, British Petroleum, on Tuesday reported record, a record profit of $28 billion for 2022 while boosting its dividend as a sign of confidence and sharply raised overall spending plans, scaled back ambitions to reduce oil and gas output by 2030. So they're just full speed ahead, these guys, and just right in the face of Mr. Biden. Yeah, who is, by the way, that. probably right about now introducing a new millionaire's, billionaire's tax and quadrupling the tax, or at least desiring to quadruple the tax on share buybacks. Either that or he's talking about his dad. Oh? Yeah. My dad, you say Joey. Joey. Joe. Josephine. Joe. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Fed decision. Dignity, Joey. Dignity. <laughs> We talked about the labor participation rate. That's fine. Uh, quadrupling of tax on stock buybacks, billionaire minimum tax. Okay. More earnings. Amazon, Google, Apple all had questionable earnings reports. No question about that. Apple showed its worst revenue growth in nine years. Um, Amazon was down uh, about 6% as AWS missed, and that was a big issue. No, the cloud missing, that's a big thing. Google, or Alphabet, just bad news all the way around. Meanwhile, the stock's up 4.5% today. Do you know why? Because they, people are nuts. Because they announced they have AI integration oh, into their oh, search. There you go. AI, that's why. And, you know, interestingly enough, amazing, by the way, the coincidence, the coincidence of the timing that Microsoft announced integration with AI, with ChatGPT into their Bing today. Imagine they all got done today. Everything was wrapped up today. All these companies. What an astonishing coincidence. Baidu also. An amazing thing. All these companies, just their whole, all their teams, they just were, their their schedule, their focus, everything just came together today. Gotta love that. Well, if the AI does what it's supposed to do, they should be able to cut their workforce. There's a difference, I think, between chat GPT, natural language usage, and using AI for 
which kind of do already for search. There's a difference. I played around just with some of the examples on Bing tonight. I'm like, it's like, build me a three course dinner. And it does. And then it gives you all the places to click to get the recipes. It's just, I'm like, uh, isn't that what we, isn't that what they do already? (laughs) I thought that's what they do already. Yeah, they do. It's already done. That's been a done deal forever. And one of the things they can't do, you have to, well, the thing that is astonishing to me, astonishing, is the search engines do not want to use AI to give you all the answers. There is no advertising dollars in that at all. They want you clicking around. Yeah, that's, that's the, a good point. That's, that's a good point. The AI should be... Uh, should be uh, hurting them uh, financially. It makes no, it, the whole thing makes no sense. Google going to an AI based search engine again, which I, I thought was the algos they already had. So what is, what is AI? A smart algo, I guess. A no, learning. There's nothing. It's bull crap. Right. It's bull crap. That's what it is. If you want to be honest yeah. about it. And, and, and what are they going to do? They're going to give you an answer right away. So if you ask a question, you know, um, you know, I don't know what the question, whatever the question is, you're not going to have a. It's just so so ridiculous that you're not. Why would anybody advertise in the, that in that circumstance? If you're going to get all your answers ahead of everything else, yeah. Well, the answers are no good. It's, let's face reality. Yeah. This whole thing is a fraud. Yep. Ford uh, posted an ugly outlook. Very ugly outlook. Not at all what GM did. GM really had some nice numbers, uh, but Ford was pretty ugly. Stock was down about six percent. Dell slashing. What was going on with Ford? It's bad management. Terrible management, and uh, they're losing money on every um, on every um, EV. That's a big issue. Oh, that EV thing that that was a mistake. Dell is slashing 6,000 jobs. Especially after they came out with that very – you ever see one of those new Broncos? Those things are styling. Yeah. The, the F-150 is really nice too. The, 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 the all-electric F-150 is sharp as can be. Mustang, not so much. No, it's dorky looking. Mm. They got away from the good-looking cars years ago. Good, good, good sports car look. Gone. Terrible. Um – Dell was slashing 6,000 news. That's uh, 6,000 jobs. 5% of the workforce. And again, once again, the same thing, the Pavlovian response. Oh, they're cutting. They're going to raise. Stock was up like 5% and then fell 3% during the session. I think the days of, hey, we're just cutting costs are over. You know, the days of raising a stock price because they're cutting uh, employees is over. Yeah, you might be right. Uh... Chipotle tonight missed on earnings, top and bottom. Guidance was soft, down 4% after hours. That means it would be up 10% tomorrow. No, the guidance was soft just like their burrito. Oh, ooh, I like it. Uh, HP cutting 6,000 jobs. Well, same exact amount as Dell. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember when everybody was giving $1,000 per employee? Just like the 2% global inflation rate. You know, we all have different economies, but somehow 2% is the accepted inflation rate by all central banks around the world. None of this, this, this coordination of all this stuff is just, you know, they're all talking. All right, how many, how many are you laying off? All right, how, how, okay. Okay, we're going to round it off. All right, let's do, okay, I guess we'll do it too. The same thing, same, so nobody looks too bad. Ridiculous. And you know, these jobs, because the number is so high, they, they, they obviously, it just always happens. They're laying off a few people they shouldn't be laying off. There's like some critical people in this mix. Mm-hmm. 
Like I'm sure fifty, you know, at least five thousand of them are just dead wood. But there's probably not one or two, but dozens of people that really are important to the company, and they they won't be able to catch it. Yep. It's uh, I think I think there's a lot of people also moving around. You know, getting laid off here and then going over there. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, there was a um a big hoop to do over the last week or so, and I've been watching this with regard to a report that was put out by Hindenburg Research, who are very famous short sellers. Yeah. Great, great name. Great, great name for a company. Uh, yeah, it's a, I never thought of the, the joke there. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Hindenburg's going down. Yeah, yeah it's going to crash and burn. Um, So they wrote a report on, and what they said, they came out before the report was released and said that uh, one of the biggest scams in fraud in corporate history is going to be released momentarily. And it was about a company called Adani. It's accused the company is an India company. Uh, I think, I think. Oh, the, this is the Indian thing. Yeah, the Indian conglomerate. Yeah, the Indian conglomerate accused the company of stock manipulation, unsustainable use um, uh, of, 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 um, of debt and tax havens. And uh, I think. The guy that ran this was like the second or third richest person in the world or in Asia. Lots of money. Lots and lots of money. Uh, I don't think he even finished high school, by the way. Now, what's interesting about him is Gultam Adani, who's the founder, and India's prime minister, Modi, are from the same state, kind of the same area. That may not sound like a big deal, like I'm from Oklahoma, you're from Oklahoma. A little bit tighter, I think. Now, there's been a 50 to 60% drop in the company's values, depending on where you want to um, look. And uh, it's getting so bad that Parliament was shut down for a couple of days. What's it got to do with Parliament? Well, people are freaking out. They probably, a lot of uh, the various, they own the ports, they own energy companies. This is a big conglomerate, and I am certain... A lot of the people were like politicians are being touched by this in one way or the other, either by the constituents freaking out or by um, probably uh, protesters out pro- front. Protesters, of yep, and maybe they have some money in it themselves. Yeah, hundred and ten billion dollars of losses since the Hindenburg report. Now, one of the things that really is fascinating about this is that the Hindenburg gang. Uh, would have had a very, very difficult time from all accounts of getting some kind of a short on this deal. They, they the Indian market is pretty much closed to outside investors in certain, in, to, unless you have certain circumstances. Yeah, you'd have to have somebody in the inside. So there was, there was some weight, some, some, I don't know how they did this. Something about owning some third party yeah, you know, that's the way you Bonds do it. I mean, and it's, things it's, yeah, the, you, related. You get, right, exactly. Yeah, some roundabout way of having something that's affected by this, and then yep. you just short them, and then they're going to go broke because these guys are part of it. Yeah, it's they probably found some 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 play that had to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, they definitely found that's something. Why, yeah, yeah. I don't think they expected this this level of havoc, unless there's some truth to this whole thing. That's possible. Obviously. Something's not right about this. 
And once again, you can find these things in these kinds of environments. So uh, we're calling for a ban on TikTok again. Governor <laughs> Abbott of Texas is looking to ban on devices conducting state business. Yeah. Other states are making similar statements after the big balloon that flew overhead. Well, I think, you know, I don't think you should have any of these kinds of software systems on your on your uh, mobile phone if it's a device that's conducting state business. I agree. I mean, it's like find it, get a different phone. It's, these phones should be isolated from these games. I agree. hundred percent. Everyone makes a big fuss about it. I was actually, I'm surprised, I make the fuss the other way. I'm surprised that they have something like TikTok on a state business phone. Yeah, I don't know how that's even allowed to be installed. When you have a phone that is for work purposes, how any of these things, aside from the fact that they are not secure, but that you can play games with all this, that makes no sense. Play games all day. Yeah. Instead of doing your job. Crazy. Crazy. So other states have been also making similar statements. And the funny part is that um, every time we hear a ban of TikTok or, or something like that, you know, TikTok is going to be banned. There's this crazy reaction in the market to bid up Snap. What, why just Snap? I mean, the, Adam Curry on the No Agenda show has a good theory about this, and he gets into trouble with it. He did it, apparently rolled it out on Joe Rogan show too, uh, which is that the only reason it's like the tech companies that want to put a ban on TikTok because TikTok is really taking away a lot of the advertising sure. business, mm -hmm. which makes nothing but sense to me. And uh, so they don't, you know, so Google and Twitter and Facebook would all be all, yes, get rid of TikTok, those guys. Um, but how Snap fits into the pictures beyond, I mean, Snap would benefit too, but why, why Snap? Is I, I think because. I think it has investors. I think it has to do with in a very weird way that Snap was one of the first with the lenses and how you could make weird faces and make cats and do strange things and have some crazy videos, which you could do on Instagram and other ones as well now. You could do it all over the yeah. place. But Snap was one of the first to do that. That was the big attraction to it in the beginning. Everybody was sending you a doggy face. And then everybody picked it up from there, of course. Uh, I think there's some legacy feeling that Snap, which they're not. Snap are quick dissolving deals. I mean, you can put it on your, you know, on your on your story, but still, it just makes no sense. It's just so silly. No, it's silly. Yeah. All right, there's probably see. a reason. We don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I think it's just an algo. AI, let's go back to AI for a second. Isaac Herzog, the president of Israel, became the first world leader to publicly use GP, chat GPT AI on Wednesday last week, delivering a speech partly composed by the AI. It's like this whole thing is like children with a new toy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, look at me do the Rubik's Cube. That's what this, this reminds me of. It's the stupidest thing ever. Um, according to Israeli, it was like the old days in the pogo sticks. Seriously, oh, let's do a pogo stick. According to Sky News, the AI written speech began, I am truly proud to be the president of a country that is home to such a vibrant and innovative high-tech industry, which you could take that and overlay that on plenty of companies, countries. Yeah, you could, anyone could say that. Now you combine this with deep fakes, it's all over. 
You have the chat GPT writing this stuff and throw it on a deep fake. We're never going to know what's true or not. Well, that's definitely going to be within the next decade that it's going to be that bad. Right now, it's you can kind of spot some of this stuff, but it's going to be pretty bad, especially these these voice things that really uh, are. I was you hear a couple of these things where which is signal processing. It's not really AI. I like the way they call it AI. It's mostly signal processing that is very high tech. And uh, so you can, I could be talking to you, but the thing is the ad libbing ability of this, this stuff is going to be minimal. So for at least for 50 years, I don't know how long it takes to become a good, most people can't ad lib anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, now, what's happening with this AI and what's happening with ChatGPT is, the, you know, the, the hustle bras are on YouTube. You know, the guys with that have all the, you know, bling and the dollar signs and the green and the gold. You know, those guys on, on, on YouTube, right? They're saying, hey, you know what? You can automatically create newsletters and write oh, nonfiction yeah, right. books, invest in real estate, make millions. Well, I guess you could. Yeah. Essentially sitting on your ass. No brainer guaranteed. You no longer. And here's the tagline. You no longer need to develop the skill as long as you have AI. Yeah. Wow. That's spooky. That's yeah, bull crap too. <laughs> well, when everybody's pitching the exact same thing because the AI only has a limited amount of possible outcomes, right? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm. I think it went what I think a it's going to change the landscape for a lot of creative uh, endeavors. That's for sure. Mm. And uh, there's no doubt about that, but it's also going to create opportunities for people who I was thinking about this the other day, like for example, editors, which are always kind of given short shrift. Uh, they're going to be in more demand than ever because the AI is going to create the text and you're going to need an editor to go in there to humanize it. Right. Yep. That's true. I would agree with that. But still, the whole thought of this, it, it cuts out the writer then. Yeah, it does. Mm. Well, Elon Musk was found not liable for the famous 420 secured tweet, which I don't know how yeah, that even happened. So with that out of the way, hopefully um, you would think that maybe he would have got the point. But no, I think he's going to double up and say, wow, I could really do stuff now. If I was able to get away with that one, hmm. Pretty good. Now he's yeah, been because he heard all the he heard the case against him. All he has to do is avoid what they were charged, what they were uh, trying to get him on, and just say I can bypass these ideas. And yeah, I th I think you're right. I think he's going to pull some real stunts. Yep. Now he's complaining over the last couple of months that it's been a tough time on him. He says, you know, Twitter now is trending towards break even. I rescued it from bankruptcy while also fulfilling the roles at other companies. He said. Wouldn't wish that pain on anyone, he said. Twitter still has challenges, but it's now trending to break even if we keep it up. Public support is much appreciated. Question, John C. Dvorak. Who pays $44 billion for an almost bankrupt company? Nobody. What is going on? On one hand, he's like, oh, Something. there's a great thing. On the other hand, he's like, oh, it was almost bankrupt. So if you're telling me that you had to rescue it from bankruptcy... That tells me that you're a moron for spending the money at that level. If you're telling me you spent the money because you think there's a great 
opportunity, that's another thing. But he's, I'm not sure what he's saying here. Uh, also, I know that uh, Twitter, because I still use it, is, is a little flakier than it should be. Yeah, things are coming out in a weird, weird order. All right, a couple of interesting things going on here. Uh, there's a sushi terrorist on the loose in Japan. Seems a teenager dubbed as a sushi as the sushi terrorist caused the stock value of Japanese restaurants to plunge. After he was filmed licking, he licked the top of of communal soy sauce bottles and contaminated a piece of food on a conveyor belt. He also licked rims of teacups before placing it back on a shelf and touched a piece of sushi after licking his finger. And he's got this all on video that went viral. And people just stopped going to the restaurant. All these conveyor belt restaurants in Japan. Meanwhile, they don't want to get this guy who, you know, touched him, his, his tongue to something. But we're okay eating raw fish. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, as long as it's not touched by that guy's tongue, it's I guess. probably pretty so he's he's been arrested. You don't like raw fish? You don't like no, sushi? No, I like sushi, but I'm just saying, let's not get carried away. Plenty of stuff that goes into in on in restaurants that you don't want to know about. Oh yeah. Better off not That's knowing. Sure. Better off not knowing. Uh flat earthers are out there. They said that uh now you know what? Here's what's happening. Photoshop and CGI are being used by NASA to prove the Earth is a sphere. They're claiming now, the I guess there's a bunch of these flat earthers, that the 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 government and others are paying upwards of $52 million a day. How they got this number, I don't know. To cover up the flat earth reality while there's starving kids in Africa. They pulled that one from what, the 60s? I have no idea. Do you remember the, the starving, starving kids, kids in, Africa? in Africa? Finish your plate? The 50s, I think. John, finish your food. The starving kids in Africa. Did you ever get yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody did. <laughs> that was a thing. What are you wasting? The starving kids in Africa. I'm like, send it to them. You know what? If you're, mom, if you're so concerned, <laughs> wrap it up. and send it. She's like, don't be a wise ass, Andrew. Uh, finally, Crypto Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, will suspend U.S. dollar deposits and withdrawals. They said we're temporarily suspending U.S. bank transfers as of February 8th. In fact, the customers are being notified directly. I don't know what this is all about. It's only a small amount of what they do, but it's, it's kind of a little weird. That this something's is happening. Up. Yeah, something's a little bit odd. All right, let's get to a couple of things. Uh, number one, close to the pin. Uh, open for entry Salesforce. It's going to be closing in three days. So if you haven't gotten your your guess in yet, go over to uh, dhunplug.com. And uh, on the right side is close to the pin. Just click it. And you can then uh, put in your price guess. Of course, donations. For the DH Unplugged show are always welcome, suggested, desired, and, and appreciated. So go over to dhunplugged.com and uh, donate. It's, it's very important to do so. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk. 
along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz Company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discuss in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. My numbers just went blank here. Let me refresh this page. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. All right, why don't you take you this? I can't see. I can't see my numbers because I got the live. Your numbers? <clears throat> I have a live spreadsheet. It's just not updating. No. All right. Well, we have a uh, only three that are in the t- t- toilet, and the only one that's in bad shape, which is the short on Home Depot. Um, the rest of them are dead money. Like PepsiCo is down 002 percent, uh, and Ford, which is your pick, is down. Which is not a short. You just bad. had a buy on that <laughs> one. One four eight. That was. Meanwhile, my bottom feeding Southwest Airlines is up a, a point 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 one point one, uh, and then your AIC three uh, jumped. And you get up 21%, then you got kicked. So yep. that's out. That out. was quick. Yep. Quick and out. dirty. Yep. Must have been a lot of fluctuation. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a 28, I think, yesterday. We sold it for our clients at in the 25 to 27 range, and now it's a 2420 or something like that on close. Nice. The only real winner on this whole thing is Clear Channel. My big. It's a penny stock. Big. It's up 30, almost 40%. And that was bottom feeding and some insiders at the same time. That I should have actually put some money in. That's a good one. Yeah, that looks like a winner. I got one. I'm uh, just going with Sark, which is the short arc. So if you go Kathy Woods arc funds, this is yeah, exactly opposite. Short Kathy Woods? Yes. Okay. So she's probably she's probably seen better days. Yeah, I mean she's up a lot this year already, but I think that it's at thirty eight. I mean it's down significantly. I still think there's a good ten fifteen percent on the downside for this thing. So, um, and and it was uh, she was she she's been trailing uh, traveling up. So I think it's kind of interesting. What do you got? Anything? P G E N. P. It's a biotech company. It's a PG. penny stock. Okay, and you're going okay here. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the it's also insiders and one of the directors have been buying it up precision yeah and what 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 15 percent, 20 percent oh i think 15 max okay so that's what we got here okay let's see jcd it's a weird the chart is worth looking at because it's so screwy probably thinly Uh, traded right uh that could be could be i'm not sure why this chart looks so screwy but never heard of this company, pure play, uh, based on a director dropping $25 million. Oh, in it. wow. So it's not, not a small investment. Hmm. So I might have to assume he knows something. Wow. Wow. Pretty good. All right. That'll be it. All right. We're going to end it right there so I can get to whatever edit we have to do here. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to do some work. Okay. Yeah. We'll All talk right. to you on next Tuesday. All right. See you then. Valentine's Day. Yep. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. 
All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now here's a hint, I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care, no millionaire can give me the ice stack. Cause I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. <laughs> Horowitz Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.